1: only at BJ's.
2: Take Let's join Bishop Kevin J. Foreman. My Bible, it is the Living Word of God. My mind is renewed and my spirit is prepared to receive the word which produces faith and faith pleases God. I'm not, just I'm not just a hearer, I am a doer. A doer. This, word this word has given me life, given me life, and, life and, and life more abundantly. I am in my promised land. Amen. Hallelujah. Please remain standing. Please flip over to Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Proverbs 23, verse number 7 this morning. Uh, God, I have a word for you today that's going to help you. Somebody say amen. Amen. Proverbs 23 and 7. Let's look at it. Proverbs 23, verse number 7 says this For as he thinks in his heart, well, I says, you understand the word heart means mind, cardia, the seat of a man where he makes decisions from. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Well, I says, look at somebody and say, Neighbor, your thoughts are why you are. Where you are. One more scripture. Go to Genesis 8 and 21. Genesis 8 and 21. I want you to see this. Genesis 8 and 21. Listen, we're going to get some stuff right today. Somebody shout amen. We're going to get it together today. Amen. Genesis 8 and 21. This is the Lord talking. Listen to this. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, mind, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination, or watch this, the thoughts of a man's heart are evil from his, watch this, or because of his youth. Watch this. Proverbs says, as you think, that's how you'll be. God says, but the reason so many folks' thoughts are messed up is because of what happened to them when they were young. Let me announce what I'm going to minister on real quick. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, Neighbor. what's on your mind? mind? Father, I decrease that you might increase. Speak now, God. Taylor, make this word for us, your people today, Father, that we might walk in what you've ordained. In Jesus' name, somebody shout amen. Amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord this morning. I'm not going to be before you long. I got 14 minutes. Y'all got to help me. Watch this. The battle that most people have is with the carnality of their mind. Most people are not fighting the devil. Most people are fighting the devil in their mind. Uh, And so what happens is, is the Bible teaches us that as we think in our heart, in our mind, whatever we're thinking on, that is going to determine the state of our existence. Meaning that if I can control my mind, I can end up changing my circumstances. If, If I can control what it is that I allow to be on my mind, I can end up changing my life. Somebody say, what's on your mind? Please understand this. When you become a Christian, your spirit is reborn. However, your flesh, say flesh. Your flesh is simply a carnal mind. That's, that's what your flesh is. Your, your flesh is a carnal mind. Please understand, the Bible says your mind has to be renewed daily. Watch this. So when I give my life to Jesus Christ, my spirit's reborn. But, man, every day I got to work on my mind because my mind will have me thinking stuff I ain't supposed to be. Uh, because even though I'm walking in a new nature, my mind still wants to act like the old person. It, anybody know what I'm talking about? Like Paul, the right that I want to do, I don't find myself doing that. But everything I don't want to do, that's what I end up doing. Oh, wretched man that I am. I got to work on my mind. Touch somebody so to say, work on, work on your mind. I feel like preaching. Watch this. Uh, your mind is powerful. Watch this. Your mind is so powerful. Some of y'all sitting in church right now, but your mind is at the buffet. Your mind is powerful, man. You can be locked up behind bars, but your mind can have you in the Bahamas somewhere. You can be sitting at your house by yourself, and your mind can have you somewhere. Your mind is powerful, so if you can't control your mind, you'll be like a laser with no focus. You'll have a lot of power, but never be able to do anything because you can't control your thoughts because you're a daydreamer. (sighs) Y'all ain't saying nothing. Please understand, God says that the evil thoughts that men have come from their youth. Watch, watch this. Many of the mindsets, you're spiritual, but the many of the mindsets your neighbor are dealing with are because of what happened to them when they were young. And so what happens is, is that they're mean to people because their mama was mean to them. And so it shaped their mindset to think that this is how you're supposed to be with people. I believe I was ministering yesterday and I said, please understand, so many of us do stuff for so long that we think is right because we've never had anybody to interrupt us and tell us it was wrong. And so what happens is is your thoughts and your mindsets are shaped from your youth. They're shaped from when you were a child. And so because your father never told you you were beautiful and he never affirmed you, you went out thinking that any little somebody that comes up and says you something that you got to give it up. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And so what happens is is that your mind will form thoughts and those thoughts will determine your future. (sighs) So, so, so watch this, so watch this, people being selfish, that didn't just appear when they became an adult, they learned to be selfish when they were a child, because their mama wouldn't make them share with their brothers and sisters, and parents allowed family members to fight, and brothers and sisters to fight. I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, you couldn't be no fighting in the house, you had to get it together or you were going to get yourself regulated, y'all, y'all ain't saying nothing, because your thoughts are formed as a child. And so when there's no father in the household, please understand, children find their identity. Father is a life giver. Mother is a life-sustainer. When there's no father in the household, people will search for years to try to figure out their identity. And let me say something, men, just because you're there does not mean you're a father. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Come on, I got ten minutes to preach this thing. Please understand, it's not enough just to show up and say, listen, at least I pay my money every month. That's your reasonable service. You knew you were going to have to pay for it when you laid down to do it. So it's got to be more than that. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Look at somebody and say, what's on your mind? So when I see women that are ultra controlling and won't let anybody else do anything in their life, I have to realize that that's something that's not going to be fixed overnight because they've been like that since they were you. When I see people that will not submit, I have to realize it's not going to be one thing that's going to change it. They've not been submitting all 45 of their years. And so the problem is, is many of us try to deal with fruit, but we never get to root. And the root is, what happened to you when you were a child? Y'all ain't talking. <laughs> what did you see happening in your household? And you grew up and you saw abuse happening. And so you think that's what a love relationship is. Uh-huh. Amen. You never saw love and affection. And your parents never told you they loved you and embraced you and told you you were going to be somebody and you were going to make it. And so now you're mean and you're cruel and you're rich. You're talking about you got the love of God in your heart. Uh-huh. But look at somebody say, today's my day for a turnaround. So watch this. I got seven minutes to preach this thing. Watch this. Please understand. The mind is like a factory that produces your actions. Uh, uh, Your mind is like an assembly line. And so it starts here with what happened to you as a childhood. Then they add in what was spoken to you by your uh, leadership in your life. And you put all of these things together. And at the end of the factory line, you have a completed project called your actions. Watch this. Go to Mark 7. Go to Mark 7. Come on. Y'all got to go with me. Go to Mark 7. Mark 7. While you flipping, say, I'm going to get my mind right. Please understand, if you learn how to control your mind, I'm telling you. Watch this. Mark chapter 7. Go to verse number 20. Mark 7, verse number 20. When you have it, say men, Watch this. This is Jesus saying, what comes out of a man that defiles a man. From within, watch this, out of the what? Heart. Or what? Mind. Out of your mind comes evil thoughts. Adulteries. Let me tell you what adulteries means. It does not just mean infidelity in marriage. Adultery in its simplest form means breaking your covenant. So it's adultery to tell somebody you'll be there in a half hour and you don't call and show up two hours late. That's adultery. You broke your covenant. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me in this church. Everybody, turn around three times. You get in the house in three days. Watch this. Watch this. this? Fornications, murders. Please understand, murder, the Bible says to hate is to murder. Uh, Watch this. (laughs) Thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, and evil eye. But let me hold on. Let me just hold on. An evil eye. (laughs) I was telling somebody this morning, I said, there used to be a song. I don't know who sang it. And they used to say this. It's written all over your face. You don't have to say a word. A word. <laughs> doom 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 doom. Doom doom. <laughs> the burden somebody. Watch this. Just because you've mastered not saying anything doesn't mean you're not saying anything. Communication 101, you need to get the series, because your nonverbal communication can be saying a lot. How you doing? I'm fine. Touch your neighbor, say it's ripping all over your face, baby. Tell them. What's this? Blasphemy, pride, foolishness. What's this? All these evil things come from within a man and defile a man. So watch this. Before your body ever does something, your mind has to give it a command to act. Watch this. Uh, From your mind comes what you do and what you say. Those two things are who you are. See, it's not enough to say, you know, I'm really a given person. And yet every time somebody asks you for something, you stingy. Watch well, this, because what I do and what I say are called character, which is called who I am. And so it's not enough for me to say I've got the love of God and not show you the love of God. Y- y- y'all ain't saying nothing. Watch this. Go to Luke six forty-five. Luke six forty-five. Come on, I got five minutes. Luke six forty-five. Y'all got to help me. Watch this. Luke six forty-five. Y'all know in preaching minutes that means. <laughs> Come on, Luke six forty-five. So remember, your mind is a factory, meaning that you got all of these things that have been happening to you from your youth. And so now your mindset is shaping your actions. And so I I had to think back. I said, Lord, why why is sudden says this and sudden says this and sudden says says that? The Lord says, son, what you have to do is you have to change the mindset. Because the real warfare you're dealing with is not what some red man would have pitchfork. for. The real war you're dealing with is with what's been happening to you all your life. I'm going to show you. Watch this. Luke 6 and 45. Look at it. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. From out of the abundance of the heart. Or does the mouth speak? Watch this. So in other words, what I'm doing is simply a result of what I believe. And the reason why sometimes you worry so much is because you really don't have your faith in God all the way because you still got options. As long as you got an option of not trusting God, you won't fully put your trust in God. But I think there's some people that will say, Bishop, over the last few months of my life, God has been taking away my options. And so I've not had any choice but to believe. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. So, what happens is this your repeated actions become habits. Amen. On, so, so, let's get this thing. Amen. Your mind is a factory, produces your actions. Repeated actions become habits. Habits decide your future. Yes. Amen. What, what, amen. Watch this. Watch this. You are where you're at right now because of repeated actions. Please understand. People say, I don't know how our marriage got like this. Repeated actions. I don't know how I fell away from the Lord. Repeated actions. So you skip church one Sunday. Then you know, it was a couple Sundays. Then, then 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 after that it was, you know I was busy. And and then it's it's on Easter. And then you come up front, Bishop, I wanna let you know I'm gonna be here every week. People tell me that now. You know, I sit in the Elder Russell and say. Watch this. Watch this. Because it, it's a repeated action. You didn't become mean as a junkyard dog overnight. You've been like that and nobody ever told you that wasn't right. So repeated actions become habits. Habits decide your. The one thing in life you do have control over is your habits. Y- y- y'all don't hear what I'm saying? You can't control the White House. You can't control Wall Street. You can't control none of that. The only thing you can control in your life is your habits. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. So so, so watch this. P- please understand. You didn't just start lying overnight. Now let me say this for those of you that have never heard me minister. I don't think, I'm not judging you because we all got issues. Look at your neighbor and say, you got some too. too. So don't you think I'm judging you? That church is judging I I ain't judging you. But the only way you get free is if somebody tells you to stop walking that way. Watch this. So we don't just start lying overnight. You've been doing it since your youth. Your mama asked you you got makeup on? No. No, your cheeks ain't that red. Yeah, no, your cheek ain't that red. Where is you after school? Huh? Now I know what it taught you, huh? Means give me some time to formulate something. I tell one of my sons the other day, I said, listen, here's the deal. I said, all that taking a long time to respond, you need to respond right away. What you thinking about? Watch this. What what? What's this. What, what's this. You didn't start drinking overnight. Not judging you. Well, Bishop, the Bible says drunkenness is a sin. Don't that's a whole other message. Don't you think the, the King of Kings? You think he his first miracle was getting folk drunk? That's what you think? Are, are you are you are you joking? Two kinds of wine in the Bible, baby. But I ain't got time to teach that right now. The king of kings, the most he can do is make a little Jack Daniels. That's the best he got. But I ain't got time to go into that. But just, but just, just stay with me now. Well, I says it started with a cocktail. Cocktail turned into, you know, some of the heavy stuff that they got to go pull off the shelf. I said, "Don't tell me your halos is spinning, baby." Because I, I and then that turns into you know some of the stuff that it take them a few minutes to put together. Then it turned into that stuff where even you can't stu- stomach it. Yeah, I mean, you—that's why they got to give it to you in a, sh- a shot. Because it's like, well, watch this, Bishop, What are you trying to say? It does not happen overnight. It is a process. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? But please understand this. A lot of folk mature physically, but the real challenge for you and I today is to mature in our thoughts. Because you can be 75 years old and think like a child. You can be 50 years old and think like a child. But look at your neighbor and say, My mind's right today. Tell them. Watch this. Most of us spend too much time thinking about stuff that is of no value. And you sit up, and before you know it, you'd have spent two hours sitting there thinking about nothing. And you're talking about you want to own a business. Had you learned how to control your mind, you could have took that two hours and started working on your business. But because you let your mind do its own thing. Please understand, I said this, I think, last week, some, or the week before. Sometimes you have to learn how to trick your mind. I'm going to show you how to do that. Watch this. Please understand. Please understand this. Uh, uh, your habits, watch this, are a result of what you Worship, get, get this, your mind factory produces your actions, repeated actions produce habits, habits tell you what you worship. Okay, all right, all right. Let let, let me break it down to you. Please understand this. The word worship comes from the Anglo-Saxon word, meaning to worship or worth scribe. In other words, it means this, respect, devotion, or to give worth. Now, don't, don't miss it. Your habits determine what you worship. Your habits determine what you respect, what you give your devotion to, And what you give worth. Ah, Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. So, in other words, if you really want to know whether or not a person is devoted to God, you got to look at their habits. If you really want to know whether or not see, people, I'm just believing God. But if your habits don't say the same thing. But please understand, your habits are a result of what? Repeated actions. Your actions come from the thoughts that are developed in your mind. So what happens is is this, is that anything I give worth to in my mind, I make a habit. I need y'all to get this. Don't miss it. So a lot of the stuff you came in here worried about, you're really worshiping it. Because you gave it devotion, you gave it respect, and you gave it worth. Y'all aren't hearing what I'm saying. That's why you can't get bottled up in worry and get bottled up in stress because what you're really doing is worshiping that. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Watch this. I'm running out of time. Watch this. There is a battle going on for your mind and a battle going on for your thoughts. Please understand. The reason for that battle is because whatever you think about most is what you worship. Watch this. Watch this. Our spiritual enemy's desire is to bombard us with unproductive thoughts. See, he doesn't even have a problem with you coming to church just as long as you're not here in your mind. Watch this. His desire is to get you to waste your time on unproductive thoughts. Why did my daddy do me like that? I did not do nothing to nobody. then you have a color purple flashback, all my life. (laughs) I can never catch a break. So watch the thought process, I'm about through, watch the thought process. Senses make an observation, this is how your mind works. Your senses, eyes, ears, nose, all that, touch, all that. Your senses make an observation. That's why the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. That word there literally means senses. I said something about through. Your senses make an observation. Your mind then reflects on that observation. And then it makes a conclusion. Okay, let let me give you an example. You looked at this jacket. You made a what? Observation. Now, once you make an observation, then you... Reflect on that observation. Then you conclude. Bishop has a blue suit. Uh Now, it happens a lot quicker than that. But that's what it does. So, what the enemy wants you to do is he wants you to look at your circumstances, make an observation. Y'all ain't talking to me. Then, from that observation, he wants you to sit there and reflect on that observation. And then he wants you to come to a conclusion. And so he wants you to look at the argument you have this morning with your spouse and reflect on it. Then he wants you to come up with the conclusion, I guess we just ain't meant to be together. He wants you to look at your finances, make an observation about your finances, and then say, tithing must not work. He wants you to look at how you've been coming to church and you've been faithful at serving God, and yet you still got stuff going wrong. He wants you to look at that and say, hmm, before I was going to church. But now that I'm serving God, the reason stuff still happens after you go to church is because now the devil is angry at the fact that you're no longer going to walk the way he walked. You're no longer going to walk with him. And so what he wants to do is to get you out of church. But I think I got a few folks that said, there's nothing you're going to be able to do to get me out of the house of the Lord. I would have lost my mind had I not been coming to church. I would have gave up had I not been coming. I would have left my wife had I not been coming. Y'all ain't saying nothing. So 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 watch this. You have a choice in your thoughts to either worship God or the stuff. P-p-p- please understand. So so watch this. Worrying, stress, anger, hate, a bad doctor's report. When you think about that, you and you let it stay there, you're worshipping it. Watch this. That's why it looks so big to you. Let me slow it down. need you to get it. There we go. We're going to do the remix. Watch this. No, I can't dance. Watch this. Here's the remix. Watch this. The enemy wants you to start your day. Number one, he he wants you to wake up late. Can I just take about two minutes to just tell you real life? Y'all All right. He wants you to wake up late so that you don't have time to pray. That's what he wants you to do. And so you wake up in the morning, and you just ooh, child, I didn't, my alarm didn't even go off. And then you run in the shower, you run in this, you're doing this, you got the coffee going, and you ain't even stopped to acknowledge God. And God is such a gentleman, he's not going to push his way in the door. He's going to stand out there waiting and say, until you invite me in, I ain't coming in this thing. So that's what he wants you to do. He wants you to start today day that way. Then what he wants you to do is he wants you to get a piece of mail, uh-huh. to get a phone call. That's why there's sometimes you need to put that thing on vibrate or, throw it or do, get it out of there. Because there's some phone calls. There's sometimes when my phone is not, you can't reach me. We're bishop in the third heaven with God. That's why, man, I'm gone. <laughs> because there's some phone calls I don't need because what that's going to do is try to get a distraction out of me. Y'all aren't hearing me. So what he wants you to do is look at a piece of mail. Oh, God, it's the IRS. Which I learned something interesting. I can't say on tape, but I'm going to tell y'all after the, after the message. I learned something yesterday. Y'all mind me about that. Well, watch this, though. Watch this. He wants you to see that. Then he wants you to immediately go into fear. Now watch this. You only fear because you don't think you have control. So what happens is, now he wants you to start dwelling on that thing. And if he gets you to dwell on that thing, he's got you to worship that thing. Respect, give devotion, to give worth. In other words, God says, your mind is so powerful, anything you let stay there, you give it worth. You make it valuable. If you let negative circumstances stay in your mind, you're saying these are worthy. And God says what you're really doing is you're worshiping it. That's why there's some problems you can be in, and they seem insurmountable. It's not that it's even that big of an issue. You just started worshiping it, and whatever you worship, you're really magnifying, and whatever you magnify, it gets bigger. You're not getting what I'm saying. Touch your neighbor and say, get this, get this. Uh, Whatever you sit there and let stay in your mind, you're giving it worship. Because whatever you think on the most, that's what you worship. So if you sit there and think about all the mistakes you've made in your life all day long, God says you're worshiping your past. Therefore, I'll give you your past. Uh, Tell somebody, say, stop worshiping that. Watch this. Watch this. So so, so What happens is Isaiah twenty six three. I'm about through. Isaiah twenty six three. It says this: You will guard him. Amplified: You will guard him and keeping him in perfect peace and constant peace, whose mind is stayed on you. God says. God says. The reason you don't have peace is because your mind ain't stayed on me. Your mind is stayed on this circumstance, and you're really worshiping the circumstance. So whatever you think on the most, that's what you worship. So God says, if I could just get you to get your mind off of your issues, get your mind off of your stuff, get your mind off of your mistakes, then I'd be able to keep your mind in perfect peace. Because remember, the mind is powerful. You can have a storm going on around you, but baby, I'm in the eye of that storm. There's hell going on around me, but I don't feel it. It ain't making no difference to me because my mind is sad. I feel like preaching. So, so watch this. Watch this. I'm up through. Your mind, please understand, now we got DVDs. We used to have tapes and all that, but now we got DVDs. And here's what happens with it. Now they got some new high, high definition. You know, it's too much for me. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how to text. Watch this. Well, watch this. You got DVDs now. Here's what happens with a DVD. When I f- the first th- and I remember this like we just The first DVD I got, I thought it was just like a VHS. You put it in, it's just gonna start. Some of y'all thought the same. Some of y'all still thinking, that's why you can't even watch movies now. You're like, my DVD player don't work. Because you put it in there, you don't even know to use menu either. So I remember the first one. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I, I remember the first one. I put it in there, and I, and I, you know, I just pushed play, and you know, I started going, and like, okay. you know, I went through the little previews and stuff. Then it got to this screen. And the screen had all these different options on there. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to get to them options? And then I looked at the remote and said, maybe these arrows. See, don't y'all look. Bishop needs to. You know you did it, too. Don't be. Some of y'all got cars. You still don't know how to work the air. You being there hot in the summertime with the windows down talking about, I just like the air flowing through my air. You a liar. You can't work your A.C. About two months to learn how to work, man. Watch this. I got to this screen and I was like, okay, it's gonna start any minute. And then the most annoying thing started happening the music kept repeating itself. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. If you don't believe me, go home and put a DVD in. I kept getting annoyed, and I was in the other room, you know, I sometimes listen to the movie, you know, all that. and so I was getting annoyed, I said, why ain't the doggone thing playing? So I walk in there and say, why is this not playing? So I had to call tech support, and I, you know. I'm just and, and so I had to wonder why I was playing, and then I had to wonder, oh, I gotta push play. Watch this, I gotta interrupt this cycle. That's how your mind is. If you don't interrupt your thoughts, it's going to keep repeating the same annoying thing over and over again. And you're wondering why it does. It's because you got to push play to somebody say, Push play. I feel like preaching. Go, go, go to 2 Corinthians 10. 2 Corinthians 10. I'm through this is the last scripture. I said 2 Corinthians 10, your mind is like that DVD menu. It will keep repeating something you hate. You're not hearing what I'm saying. It'll keep repeating something that's annoying the mess out of you, and you're sitting there saying, why is this not changing? Why won't this change? And you're sitting there praying, Lord, change it. Uh Lord, touch my mind. And God is saying, fool, hit play. Bishop, what does play mean? Move Meaning, I ain't got time to hit rewind. I ain't got time to click pause. I got to. M- Second Corinthians 10, go to verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Watch this. Uh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Watch this. But mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Where are the strongholds at in your head? For you can start dealing with stuff out here. You got to deal with stuff going on right in here. For you call yourself launching an attack on the enemy's camp, you better make sure your camp is good. It's too quiet in this church. Casting down, watch this arguments. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Casting down arguments. Wait, wait, wait. You, you, you're missing this. Casting down arguments, meaning if I stop and give time to this, I'm worshiping it. So I know you want to sit here and act a fool. You can do it by yourself because I got to cast I wish the church would say something to me. I know you want to fade on because that's all you know how to do is be disagreeable. But you're not going to get my thoughts off of Jesus because I got to keep my mind straight on him. So go somewhere else with your mess. Because my weapon is my ability to stop your arguing. And I know you want to tell me everything I didn't do right. You so holy, pray for me and get me right. And every high thing, haughty thing, that exalts itself, watch this, against the knowledge. You see how this is talking about the mind? Because you never get in an argument if you tell your mind, listen, we're not going there. Against the knowledge of God. That's your mind. Bringing, watch this, every thought into captivity. Watch this. Every thought that comes in my mind, I got to treat it like a hostage. Watch this. Every thought that comes in your mind, listen, if you don't have any benefit for me, I'm going to starve you to death. You're missing what I'm saying. When people, when they take people hostages and they have hostage situations, they will make demand of government or whoever it is that they're try, that they're holding hostages against. They will make demand and say, listen, now uh, we want this and in exchange for that, we'll give you this. So the Bible says, take every thought and treat it like that. If you don't have any benefit for me, thought, You got to get out of here. You, 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 you don't get what I'm saying. Meaning, every thought that comes in mind, you got to think about what you're thinking about, and you got to ask yourself right quick. You got to ask yourself these three questions. Number one, why am I thinking this? To ask yourself that when it comes in your mind, oh, you're ugly. Don't nobody want you. Why am I thinking that? And let me tell you, for those of you that have low self-esteem, and you don't say nothing about it. Please understand this. Uh, There's six and a half billion people on this planet. Somebody wants you. You may got to do a little searching. You may have to go across the ocean a little bit. But somebody wants you. And when they see you, baby, I've been waiting on you. You all got it all right in the right place. You what I've been looking for. But you let nobody break your self-esteem down and tell you you ugly, and ain't nobody going to be with you, and I'm the best thing you got. Are you out of your mind? Singing them old key sweat, you know, who can do you like me? Six and a half billion other folk. Number one, I'm through. You got to ask yourself, why am I thinking this? Because that's why you take it captive. You see what I'm saying? You, you get a gun and you say, wait a minute, let me figure this out. So before I hit play on this thought, let's hit pause. Let's look at it. Let me take it captive. Why am I thinking I'm defeated? Why am I thinking that my finances, why am I thinking this? Second thing you got to ask yourself, is this edifying? And here's what the word edify means. It means, is this building up? So 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 here's what this means. You got to in that here's what that literally means. Let me show you how to do it. Thought comes in your mind. Pause it. Why am I thinking this? Two. Is this helping me to love God? Uh-huh. Come on now. Love people. Amen. Or love my life. Because if it's not play and it it's gun time. Cuz you took it captive. So if it's captive means it can't go anywhere until you tell it where to go. So it's not enough it's not enough to just say oh no God is good. No. You you got to take it captive. Why are you here? And are you helping me to love God, love people, or love my life? If you're not, I got to kill you and replace you. With a thought that is about loving God, love I wish somebody would say something, or loving life. I know you wanna be depressed about what's not going right in your life, but you gotta stop and say, Wait a minute, why are you here? You're not helping me to love God, to love people, or to love my life, therefore you're illegal. And since you're illegal, here's your eviction notice. Get to stepping. Everybody stand on your feet, touch three people.
1: Only at BJ's.